Callie and Dave, pineapple culture. It's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E, culture, culture. Callie and Dave are here to call you out on all your mistakes. It's a buffet of hearsay. Callie and Dave are bringing all other passionate hot takes on Monday. Not Tuesday. P I N E A P P L E C U L T U R E. Culture. Culture. And what's up, guys? Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Pineapple Culture. Um, I'm here with my co host, Callie. Hey, guys. And uh, we're here. We bring you friendship and we bring you good times and we bring you, uh, you know, your week in review. And Callie. My week in review started, I was at church, you know, hanging out Sunday morning, and I get a text that changed my world forever. Juice World passed away this week. Yep, mumble rapper Juice World, you know, I hear the shadows in my room, passed away this uh, Sunday, and so we're, uh, we were grieving him all week. It's, a, it's, a, it's really hard to be sad about someone passing away when all of social media is just posting conspiracy theories yeah. the entire time. That is very, very true. Yeah, so uh, apparently a lot of what uh, Juice World said was that you know he wanted to die at 21 and he wanted to be like John Lennon, and John Lennon died on December 8th, and he died on December 8th, and he had a seizure in, in Chicago, and uh, in the Chicago airport, and I can't help but think that a lot of it is just, you know, like just conspiracy and they're just he's just out there hiding somewhere but what do you think Callie you think he's uh you think he's still alive I mean when I first heard the news I was like all right but then uh one of you said uh, all right well not that, that, was, that right. was kind of my my, my inner, inner thought I was like oh unfortunate but then hearing all the conspiracy theories I honestly do not know yeah well, I have been sent so many videos over the past five days and I spent a very embarrassing amount of time watching those videos and looking at these conspiracy theories, and I truly don't know. Because I would not be surprised if in 2019, Some an artist were to fake their death. death. Yeah, I like, would I'm not, not, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm done. I don't want to be famous anymore. And uh, fake your death and just start all over again. I'm like, I don't know. But Sweden? How, how famous do you have to be to get to that point? Like, I was talking to this my, with this friend this last uh, couple nights ago, and there was like, some scene where oh it was in the new show Marvelous Miss Maisel definitely shout out to uh, to that show it's an amazing show it's on Amazon Prime and she's like walking out and she's kind of like a famous comedian and all these pictures were taking of her and like she's never been like harassed by the paparazzi before and I and my friend was like I was like oh that looks terrible and my initial reaction was like oh no that looks like so much fun so what do you think if you were super famous would you would you hate it or would you love it. I think I would like hate... Like Kanye-level harassed. Kanye-level harassed? Mm-hmm. Jeez. I think I would hate it because I wouldn't be able to have, like, a normal day. Like, I wouldn't be able to do things like go to the grocery store normally without someone being like, wait, are, are you Callie Sensenay, co-host of Pineapple Culture? I'd be like, haha, yeah, that's me. And then it's, like, a whole thing. Not that I don't enjoy talking to people, but all of, like, the normal monotonous things of life would just be gone. Monotonous. I couldn't just, like, go shopping. Yeah, but, uh, could just but go yes, to the bank. Yes, I agree. That stuff is gone. But at the same time, you're already super famous, so you get way better stuff in life that monotonous people would not get. But, okay, think about it this way. You make one mistake, 
and people see you. That's for why it. you have an agent. And that's why you have everywhere. an agent. But it's still there. Yeah. All right, all right, that's okay. Okay, I, I get that. I get that. You can't make any mistakes. Can't I, make any mistakes, or like let's say I'm like, you know what I hate? Cranberry sauce. And then everyone is like, did you hear that? That co-host hates cranberry sauce. Let's cancel her. And then they hop on Twitter and try say, to cancel you me. You called yourself the co-host because that's you're gonna get famous off the podcast. Well, I'm. That's that's probably the only thing right now. Also, famous for my amazing fashion style. Thanks to Target. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor, yeah, Target, to just Target. <laughs> give me an email, and I'd love we'll to. Circles around our eyes. I already wear all of your clothes anyway, so if you just want to do a sponsorship. But speaking of sponsorship and listeners, thank you so much, guys, for listening and tuning in. Uh, we want to fill your weekend with just amazing things, and we just want to tell you about the Week in Review. So you can uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, – are we on Facebook? Yeah, we're on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can also g- uh, Gmail us. Your, Gmail us. Gmail us your gripes. At pineappleculture717 at gmail.com. Wow, this is yeah. If so, if if you know of Juice World or any conspiracies that are out there, let us know. You just email us. Yeah, just and be we'll... like, hey guys, Juice World's been at my house this whole time. <laughs> you know, we, we've been hanging out. So that's what we really want to know. Speaking of the podcast, this is week four. Yeah, guys, we made it. Week, week four. Four. Woo! Four weeks. Yeah. I can't believe we made it this far. We've had haters out there that th- that thought we wouldn't make it this far. Yeah, there's a hater who thought we wouldn't make it past the until the new year. So we're gonna prove them wrong, guys. So keep tuning in to listen. <laughs> So when we make it past the new year, we can say, ha, gotcha. One thing that we're not going to do this episode, which is which is new, uh, we're not doing a Mandalorian minute, you know, because nothing new has happened. The new episode came out uh, Friday, and I don't want to... Which I watched. I'm caught up now, except for t- I haven't watched today's, but I'm caught up. Oh, you time-stamped us. I said the new one came out Friday. <laughs> I didn't say yeah, it was Friday. <laughs> well, guys, you caught us again. We're recording on a Friday again. Yeah, um, I haven't watched the new one, but you know what? I'm kind of over the Mandalorian minute. My, well, now we've, we've actually, by saying we're not going to do it, created a Mandalorian minute. Yes. And it's happened. I'm kind of uh, frustrated and bored with the show, but I mean, if you enjoy it, then keep watching it. Well, I'll watch the new episode, but I'm about one mediocre filler away from never watching it ever again. Speaking of Star Wars, I was looking at a couple interviews with the Star Wars cast, and they were talking about the relief with having J.J. Abrams back to like to do this so the jj abrams did the first new uh star wars movie which was the force awakens mm-hmm. and the other director whose name i can never john remember Brian, uh, john ryan R- R- ryan ryan johnson ryan johnson did oh wait it's ryan johnson R- 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 is it really yeah ryan johnson r-i-a-n ryan craig johnson I was close. I just... yeah, I was, yeah, I was close. Uh, did The Last Jedi, and J.J. Abrams is back for uh, The Rise of the Sky- Rise of Squad, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, how do you feel about different directors doing like different parts of a franchise? Like, is that something like well, you? Well, I don't. What well, I think what you don't realize is that this happens all the time, um, especially in um, TV shows. Um, if you like look at a cast of like who directs the TV shows either in like one episode or like um, like a span of like ten episodes, they they have fresh eyes. And I think well, yeah, that's like that's a TV show, but this is like Star Wars. I think Wars. it's the same. I think it's the same concept because you know you might have fans that love J.J. Abram and he did a great job, and they're bringing him back, and we're all excited. But then you might have you have some Star Wars fans that like uh, Episode Seven. They loved it. I don't I don't know who these people are. <laughs> um, but they are. But they love it. I guess it wasn't episode seven. I guess it was episode eight. eight. Um, you know, with hologram Luke Skywalker, people like love that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, so 
I love it. I think it's good. I think you should keep a fresh pair of eyes. I think you should constantly rotate. Also, uh, George Lucas oversees everything. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, like, Google the director of Star Wars, George Lucas is the name that pops up. Um, so, he, oh, I guess because he directed uh, episode four. So I think they definitely are keeping um, this the same storyline, kind of like how, even though he doesn't admit it, um, what's the guy that, that directed Game of Thrones? Um. The D&D group. But also, what's the author of Game of, uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, George R. R. Martin. Yes, he like technically oversaw it, even though it was directed by D and D. Even though he like denies that he was. Even though he didn't even write a book yet for seasons that were coming out. Okay. Um, anyway, that's the end of our Star Wars talk for today. But keep an eye out uh, for this Thursday. We have a special surprise coming your way. Is that this Thursday? Yeah, it'll be oh, this yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a surprise, guy. It's a bonus episode. I don't know. But uh, tune in this Thursday. We have a fun little bonus episode to celebrate the release of Rise of Skywalker. And we'll be seeing it on opening night. So you'll be sure to hear a mouthful of non-spoiler opinions about the new movie. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on to other movie news. In, in other news. We saw Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. Let's just, let's just get all the movies out of the way. Get out of the way right this now. This is not a movie podcast. So we're going to get out of the way now. we saw Frozen 2. Yeah. What and, were your thoughts? Um, I think they pandered to seven-year-olds. I was kind of over it about halfway through, and I was like, okay, clearly they were like, let's just, you know, this is a child's, children's movie, so let's just up the child part of this movie, and they were just like, let's just fill it in with, with crass jokes, and just like, kind of like, I don't know, I just felt like I was watching a Disney Channel, like, original. That's did, what I felt did like. Did you forget about all of Olaf's meta humor throughout the entire movie yeah but i mean at the, i mean I, I i thought it was Olaf was clearly the best part of the, about the movie oh yeah and i think that's because they realized that in the first movie when they created the first movie they were like oh Olaf's the funniest person in this movie and we didn't even use him so now we have to use him uh and then they really they utilized him i thought Olaf was the funniest part and yo guys so the theater experience i watched this with callie and a couple other friends and we went and uh callie wasn't feeling well that night right i guess you had to like you were like, I had the, the flu, flu or... and I had strep throat, so I was no, down for the count. But we bought tickets, you know, so she had to go see the uh, the movie because <laughs> we wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And she left like, to use the bathroom or whatever, like halfway through the movie. And if you've seen Frozen 2, there's this part where Olaf recaps what happened in Frozen 1, and it is by far the funniest part in the movie. And Callie missed it. And I came back in, I sat down because I was like, ah. Oh. An action part just happened. Nothing exciting or funny is going to happen. I'll run to the bathroom. I was gone for maybe five minutes tops. I come back and sit down. They, they both look at me and go, you missed the best part of the entire movie. And then I kind of, it's hard for me to get back in the movie after that, after knowing what I missed. Uh, but I love. What do you think about the movie? About the movie? Mm -hmm. I agree. I think Joshua Gad, who voices Olaf, picked up the entire cast put the castle on his back, mm. and carried them through the movie with oh, his yeah, humor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I really enjoyed the song Into the Unknown. Oh, which, Brandon Urey. Uh, yeah, Idina Menzel sang in the movie, and then Brendan Urey did a cover of... Is it Brendan Urey or Brandon Urey? Brendan Urey? Brendan Urey? Brendan Urey. I feel like it's, I feel really confident about Brendan Urey. You can't tell by the sound of my voice, but I'm very confident. Oh, it's Ryan Ross. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. What Bre did you look Brendan up? Ure, it's Brendan Urey. Okay. Brendan Urey. Uh, speaking of that, the song Into the Unknown was uh, nominated for the Golden Globes Best Original Song. So we're actually going to move over into a little overall for the Golden Globes. So the Golden Globes is basically 
Yeah, explain uh, yeah, the Golden Globes. Yeah, another uh, movie slash television award show, and the nominations came out earlier this week for 2020. So we have some highlights, uh, like Kit Harington for Game of Thrones for Best Actor is one of the highlights we have. We have Wait, um, who? Who is it? Kit Harington. Oh yeah. We have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a couple nominations. Uh, the Do Crown think- has one. Barry has a couple. Uh, some of the new movies that came out recently. I hope uh, for best performance by actor in supporting role in a series, uh, Barry or uh, is Henry Winkler, aka mm-hmm. The Fonz. I hope he wins. Um, have you seen Barry? Did you watch Barry at all? I actually haven't seen Barry. Barry's I, good. I really want to. I just heard Bill Hader, who stars in Barry, on a podcast talking about it, and it sounds yeah. really funny. Like, Bill really Hader, meta funny. It, yeah, Bill Hader is just one of those actors that can do everything. He kind of, I mean. Hot Rod is, like, oh, one extreme. One of the best movies of all and time. And Barry. I mean, it's funny, but, like, it's also, like, serious. There's a lot of serious notes, anecdotes in it, and he just kills it. Mm-hmm. So he definitely is one of the... I think that he should do... Um, I thought he should have been the actor for Mr. Rogers, because I thought that would have been really cool. That would have been so but, interesting. But I'm glad that Tom Hanks did it. You know, and then Tom Hanks is, like, supposedly related to Mr. Rogers. Which you know... Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, it's also he also got a Golden Globe nomination for one well, of the supporting actor roles. Um, no, Tom Hanks did not get a supporting actor. Tom Hanks didn't. No, he was it Maine. Yeah. Was it Maine? Not supporting. <laughs> he's the only person in that movie. There's other people in that movie. Yeah, but he's the main character. In the I, movie. I I agree with you. I must. I, yeah, I guess he's in the wrong category. But yeah, that just came out. So I guess we'll see. What wins? Joker got a nomination. Marriage Story, which just came out on Netflix, as well as The Irishman, which came out on Netflix. Um, Did you see Dolomite is my name? I haven't, Eddie no. Mur- Eddie Murphy movie? No, I have not. Mm, no. I heard I should see it. All right, best motion, best motion, excuse me, best motion picture. Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World, The Missing Link, Toy Story 4, Lion King. Who's going to win? Uh, Toy Story 4. Wrong. It's Lion King. Lion King? Oh, wait. I Absolutely forgot, I forgot about Lion the cast. King. All of, like, the amazing, like, retelling of the same story. It's 100% and good it's, it's just because the cast is, like, Beyonce, Donald Glover, yeah. Angel Jones, John yeah. Oliver, Seth Rogen, and Billy Eichner, who carried the entire... I just... I, I thought of it, like, which one was enjoyed more out of all of them in general. Oh, And well, Toy Story like, 4 was enjoyed, like... Oh, my goodness. Toy Story 4... Was so good. The most emotional ride I've had in such a long time. But when I saw it, I was just so tired. You also were, like, sleep-deprived. And it was and... just, like, you know, 16 hours straight. We watched it. I mean, I started crying in, like, the first two minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, just the... It, it, it wasn't even really that sad in the beginning. It wasn't, like, up, where, you know, you're just, like... You're you know, hit with it right you're away. You're watching it, and it's just like, oh, by the way, like, this is a super sad love story. It wasn't anything like that, but at the same time, it was just so so beautifully well done, and I was like really, really, really tired, really sad. Yeah, that was I. That was a good. So I guess we'll see. And that is not the only awards that came out um, this week either. So on this past Thursday, the Streamy Awards premiere just released. Um, oh, the Streamies. The Streamies. Shane Dawson got Creator of the Year. Did you know that? Seriously? Yeah, he didn't even just get the. The, uh, documentary the documentary, one. he category. got creator, creator of, of the, the year. year over Casey Neistat, David Dobrik, the Dolan twins, Gabby Hanna, Liza Koshy, Ninja. Who's, That's, nin- who's Ninja? Ninja's the live streamer on Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Twitch, so, but no longer okay, is. boomer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ninja, the guy with blue hair. That, Sorry, if you don't know well, what the streamies are, since some people say don't, it's the YouTube award. Did you hear show. about him though? So, about he, Ninja? Yeah, yeah, switching he, from he left 
Twitch. Twitch mm-hmm. to go to the Microsoft one. Yes. And it was like a big deal. And uh, and like and so, what was that? What's the stream thing called? Oh, uh, Mixer. Mixer, yeah. So he left to go to Mixer, and and so, but and they, and they were pretending that like oh you know he we have a good we have a good uh, relationship with um, with Ninja. Does he have a real name? What's Ninja's real name? It's just Ninja. It's like Pink or Cher. Richard Tyler Blevins. Does he ever take that headband off? Hmm. I feel like I've never seen him without a he- headband on. Anyway, so Twitch was like, "Oh, I have a really good, I have a really good relationship with Ninja." And then once he like said he's solely gonna be on Mixer, which he actually made that announcement on Twitch uh, later as he started doing Mixer a little bit more. Twitch like kind of like took all his videos off the website, mm-hmm. and they act- and then they released a statement saying, "Oh, we accidentally did that. It's like, uh, I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean, we didn't mean to." To do that, we still have a good relationship with him, and it's like, no, you didn't. It's such such a liar. Oh, they absolutely did it because they were like, oh, he's leaving us. Fine, we're not going to support him anymore. And then everyone exploded about it, and then they had to pretend that it. But I'm on Twitch right now, and I think so. It looks like his videos are still up. Yes, they they were put back up. But like they just like took him down all at the same time, and that's kind of like I mean, at the same time though, like you know, your biggest streamer goes to another platform. It has to be pretty monumental. Yeah. Is he doing how what? Is he doing well on Mixer? I mean, a lot of people mainly want Twitch to see Ninja. So a lot of his audience, I think the analytics said like 83% of his audience followed him to Mixer because they were there for like to watch Ninja play, which is really why you watch somebody play through a game. It's not just to watch them play the game, but because of the personality, the way they play. It's entertaining. It's entertainment. But he says, right here it says it only has 50, 50 to 60,000 people, uh, sorry, views Yes. On Mixer. And I feel like he was definitely getting into, like, the millions in uh, on Twitch. But, hey, I hey. mean, mm-hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not a streamer. I think it also... Do you have to pay for Mixer, too? To be on Mixer or to yeah, have Mixer? to have Mixer. Do you have to pay for it? Probably not. I'd be surprised. It's a free streaming platform. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine him going on a... I don't know. Because, no, I mean, Microsoft's weird like that, though, because Microsoft, when you have uh, Xbox Live... They were the first ones you had to pay for. Like back in, back in the day, like PS3, you could get on the internet for free. Yep. But everyone was hacking Sony because I, I guess Sony has like a bad past with hackers uh, because like, you know, they wanted to do, they, they, they wouldn't let people, I forget exactly what it was, but they wouldn't let people copy their CDs and stuff like that. Um, so hackers like automatically hate all of Sony. But uh, anyways, I digress. You know, Microsoft, they're millionaires, so how can you hate them? Yeah, back to the streamies. We got a uh, good old Shane Dawson winning Doctor Who and Creator of the Year. That's, that's crazy that he that's won. That's crazy. Of the year. That's crazy. David Dobrik should have won, or Liza Koshy, who's yeah. just working her butt off. She's doing amazing. The Try Guys won Show of the Year over Mythical Morning, and Philip DeFranco show that was that uh, one news uh, for pop culture. Hot ones, but over which React. I think is awesome. Yeah, Hot ones. That's really good. Hot ones is so good. For sports Donut Media won out, um, which is super awesome. And the Breakthrough Artist, Lil Nas X. Because of, in my opinion, good old Old Town Road, one of the hottest mixes from this summer, one yeah, of the best jams. Which is just, he's only, he only won because of that one, the one video. And with because him and, with him and Billy Ray, that's Billy, what Billy it Ray did. Cyrus. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's one of like the top 10 songs right now. If it came on the radio right now, I would stop what I was doing and just immediately start singing oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. So good. James Hot. Charles won for, for Beauty. 
Yeah. Which is cool. Good which for is him. crazy considering all of the controversy that happened this year with him and... Yeah, but he... But, yeah. like... It, but the controversy was fake, though. Did you hear about that, right? Uh, no, I did not you didn't hear, hear about that? that. No. No, like, the, he was in the right. Like, who called him out? That, uh... Uh, Tati? Yeah, mm-hmm. she called him out, and, and everyone was, like, throwing their, like, stuff away. Mm-hmm. But it turned out that James Charles was in the right, and she was just trying to bully him for no reason. Like, this is a big thing, that, like, James Charles didn't do anything wrong, and everyone was mad at him for no reason, and that's why his, like, view count, like, almost doubled. Wow. And they, like, Tati was, like, trying to manipulate the story when, and Jeffree Star, or, sorry, James Charles released, like, texts, and he all, they also, like, called in the waiter and stuff like that. Like, they... That's wild. Yeah, and because, like, the big thing was, she kept making fun of him for saying, oh, I'm famous, I can do whatever I want to do. And then James Charles goes, yeah, that was an inside joke with her and it's like and I, like, I totally believe that I yeah. totally believe if, like if I had like a group of friends that was kind of like D-list celebrity or C-list celebrity I would totally be like oh yeah I'm famous I can do whatever I want as a kind of like a joke because that's just how inside jokes that's work that's when you're famous which we know because we're famous and no. that is why no, we, no, no, we no. know this we are not side, famous apparently. Ninja um, won in gaming go ahead yeah, costume design, Epic Rap Battles of History one, which makes me really? so happy epic rap battles they've lasted for so long. I remember watching Epic Rap Battles when I was, like, 13, and, like, way back in the beginning when they had, like, the Gandhi versus Martin Luther King Jr., like, just a bunch of the older ones, which what? are super... What? What did you say? Gandhi versus Martin Luther King Jr., uh, yeah, like, yeah, in the yeah, beginning, yeah. like, just some of the older ones where it was, like, just, like, lower production quality to, like, now where they're still coming out with them. I just think it's... Super cool that one of the older Marshmallow creators. won Breakthrough Artist. I feel like he's been big for a while. Huh. But, okay, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, I think that's pretty much... Uh, oh, uh, David's Vlog Squad won for Enable Cast. Mm. So they beat the Try Guys. Uh, and that's about anyone I know yeah. on that. Yeah. So it's a good time, you know, the streamies. It's, it's a... Nothing too exciting, but at the same time, it's really important to keep those people motivated. You know, are there podcast awards? Can we win a podcast award? Um, like not on YouTube, but like just like podcast. Just in general, yeah. I don't know if there are podcast awards. Can we have a cool story like uh, Twenty One Pilots? You know, they went up and on their in their boxers when they won their music award. Uh, Is that what you want to do? Go up in your boxer when you win the podcast award? Well, do you know why they did that? No, I don't know why. Because they, did that. they said. A year ago, they were watching the awards, eating in their living, like eating cereal in their living room in their boxers, and they said they're like, if we win, we'll go up in our boxers. And they did. Yeah. So what promise are we gonna make here on uh, on our podcast for when we win? If we win, we're gonna go up with big pineapple hats. Big pineapple hats. Yeah. All right, I'm down for it. Hey guys, check out our our, uh, pineapple culture slash merch. You know. Yeah, Just when kidding. that comes out someday. Don't Google that. Um, but there is a podcast award. It's the People's Choice Award. And there's a podcast category, essentially, is what's popular right now. There's like an iHeartRate. There's like little different station ones, but the actual like bigger award is did, People's Choice Award for podcasting. Did that happen this year yet? Because I feel um, like Dak Shepard would win. Because I feel like that oh, was absolutely. the most monumental like uh, podcast that came out this year. Armchair expert. And uh, have you ever listened to any of their live shows before? Sorry, I was looking at the website. What did you just say? Their live shows? Uh, I haven't. No, I uh, haven't. So, they're so good. They're so much fun. I feel like going to a Dak Shepard live That'd be cool. show would be would be amazing. Registration's open February 2020, but the 2019 ones are um, some of the winners. 
podcast entertainment category, we're drunk and we know things. Nice. There you go. Games, <laughs> games and hobbies, reasons, reasons I'm broke. Uh... Someone asked me the other day, they're like, when do I listen to podcasts? I never have enough time in the day. And I literally was like driving in the car, folding laundry. Oh, yeah. Like in the shower. Like w- pretty much whenever you could listen to music, you just replace the music with podcasts. Yeah. Hence radio. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Podcast is basically just AM radio. Mm-hmm. You know, and Spotify and on iTunes is like PM radio. If you want the, the, the hack, if you want to know how we listen to podcasts... I normally start off my day with a news podcast, and when I do things that are boring to me, like cleaning or doing laundry, I listen to, like, funny podcasts, so I laugh while I'm doing boring things. But, yeah, you just replace it with, instead of listening to an album, you just put on a good old podcast, and there you go. Um, but did you get your Spotify review? Yes, my, yeah, the Spotify. What was your number one song? My number one. Or number one artist. Number one artist yeah. was Bethel. Actually. Oh really? Yeah, the worship. Crazy. Nice. Honestly, um, mine, my, my number one art. Oh wait, number one artist for the 2010 through 2020. That's oh, what I meant. Through 2020. Yeah, 2010 oh, through 2020. Oh, sleeping at last. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can see. I got it. I got uh got a Spotify in 2015. This is my issue though. I've spent most of my Spotify history sharing Spotify with people. Mm. So my analytics, especially for 2017. You're just admitting to stealing from Spotify on the internet. I'm admitting to sharing with my friends and family. Uh, okay. And great, great, great. Yeah, 2017, like, it was all over the place. Like, my analytics weren't really super clear yeah, at oh, all. Oh, absolutely. I, t- I totally get that. Because um, we shared Spotify for a while. Mm-hmm. And that... Yeah, but they told yeah. me that I had Spotify since 2013. And I was like, I have not had Spotify for, since 2013. I think it's one of those things I accidentally just signed up for. And it was just there. And I just, yeah, I didn't listen to it. Or maybe just listened to the radio. And my top artist for the 10 years was Frank Sinatra. Really? I, that's what I said. What? I was like, I haven't listened to Frank happen? Sinatra. Did you get hacked by someone uh, yeah, in, that's what I'm saying. in the 60s? You listen to Frank Sinatra? Good for them, though. You yeah. Know, Frank Sinatra getting out there. That's great. And I think my number one artist for the year was... Uh, are you going to play music right I now? I didn't mean to. I meant to open... I was opening no, no, it's my... Cool. It's I was cool. opening We're just gonna my... just claimed. It's fine. Um, Jude and the Lion was my number one Ooh, artist for yeah. the year. Uh, because, you know, they had that, that playlist that came out, I mean, that uh, album that came out earlier this year. Yeah, it was a really good album. And they just freaking streamed it. Oh, not, like, a nonstop. Uh, I had a lot, I liked how it listed your top podcast, because there's a lot of podcast listening thing this year. I didn't get a top podcast. You didn't get a top podcast? No. Did you get the, you got the seasons, too, right? Yeah. And like, it shows, like, your top, top I just, album artist category I know, and I, top I podcast got for the season. Mine, I didn't get a po- top podcast. I got a top podcast because my top Was podcast. it Pineapple Culture? No, it's wow. two. It did. Wow. It's only week four. It's only week four. Hey, whatever, man. Soon it'll be. Next year. Yeah. Uh, top, top podcast 2019, um, which was uh, The Tripod, uh, Pop of America, The Bright Sessions. Are and you shouting out other Prime podcasts One. on our podcast? Hey, creators. Hey creators, uplift stop creators. Stop listening to us right now <laughs> and go download these other I'm, podcasts. I'm he kidding. says as he just plugged Armchair <laughs> yeah, Expert. Anyway, he just plugged Armchair Expert. We're just giving you guys more of a library to add on to. But don't forget where you started. Don't forget your roots. Pineapple culture. That's right. Pineapple culture. All right, Callahan. I think we can end with uh, one more story. Um, we did Frozen 2. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh. Man, this is a big movie review. Say <laughs> <Dang> it. <laughs> well, you know, it's the season, though. Yeah, like, this true. is like that's It's the end of the year. The big stuff yeah. is happening this season. Um, Ghostbusters, they just dropped a trailer. Uh, it looks it looks flipping amazing. You got Finn Wolfhard from uh, 
from Stranger Things, and you have the ageless, I know. the timeless. Yo, I'm so happy that they got him. Paul Rudd. So Paul Rudd, he did so much stuff. He's doing everything from 20, 2018 to 2019. Got, you got Ant Man and Wasp. You got I'm all pretty the sure Marvel he was movies. my favorite. Yeah, didn't I say got, he was Ant Man? Wasn't my top four? Yeah, that was in your top four. You had Ant Man, you had Ant Man and Spider Man in your top four, which is what well, I. Well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, two, but that's not two, what we're talking two, about right two now. Two bugs out of. Oh, um, that's right. Four slots. Yeah, um, Paul Rudd. Did you watch the Netflix show? I haven't. No, Living I haven't. with myself. I I heard okay reviews about yeah, it, so I, I haven't committed time to it yet. I didn't finish it, and a show that like I didn't. I don't know. Like I, I watched it, and it was like fun. you who love who loves Paul Rudd. Yeah. didn't finish it a was Paul okay. Rudd show. It, it was okay. You know, the uh, cheating was a big like uh, like spouses cheating on each other was a big part of the storyline and I don't know I just kind of felt like I was like it wasn't that good of enough drama for me I was like I was like you felt kind of icky watching yeah it, and like, I, I was oh. cause it was with himself too and it was like <laughs> and it was like emotionally I think he acted out of like the heck out of it but like it reminded me of like a soap opera and it wasn't gotcha. like it, it was kind of just like oh my gosh you slept with him and she slapped him and like, oh my gosh, you slept with him? And like, and I was like, oh, this is kind of dumb. Kind of like Joey. In it is our lives. Yeah, he has the. Yes. Oh, uh, that's so good. But yeah, he he's definitely he's definitely killing it. Did you watch the um, the Hot Ones episode with Paul Rudd? With yep. Paul Rudd, with one of the most quotable, meanable lines. Yeah. Hey, look at, hey, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Also, something that came out on the tenth of December. The 10th just, of December. That I just watched last night. I'm going to give you some clues. It involves the cast of one of the best shows of all time. Friends. Close. Uh, like the Office. Friends. Yes. Yes. Well, got it in two guesses. Two days ago uh, on YouTube. Oh, yeah. 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 What, what I sent you. <laughs> you all right, guys. Everyone stop, stop the podcast right now and go to YouTube and type in Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, it'll come, it'll come up right away. Yeah, it'll come up right away. So if you if you are any fan of The Office, they you know Michael Scott has this movie that he makes while he's dating Holly, and it's uh, Michael Scarn, mm-hmm. Death, Threat Level Midnight, and it's like a funny little like movie he made, and everyone in The Office is like a character in it, and it's really it's a really, it's a who it's a great episode. We always wanted more, and I mean when did the uh, two days ago when, when did The Office stop airing? Like two thousand twelve? Yeah, like a while ago. Wait. After, in the description that says, after 11 years of preparation, Michael is finally ready to debut his action movie. We present to you Threat Level Midnight. And it, boom, it is 25 minutes long and it's worth every single minute of it. Yeah, it is yeah, it, it is amazing. There's no cuts to the regular office. It's weird that they had this for a long time. And I, wait until now. Right, I thought they were going to... I thought they were going to kind of like change it and make the actors in it, but it, it's like... From two thousand seven yeah. or eight or whatever they were filming it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like just record it. Like no. it's from them. Like they. And he totally talks, like um, he totally talks like get smart. He yeah. has that like get smart the same kind get of smart vibe vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. It's so funny. Yeah, it, it it is out of this world. He it's so good. All the all his ex lovers are in it, and it's just and it it it, rem- it was like a warm hug from the yes. office. So definitely go watch that right now. Just stop this podcast. Go on iTunes, rate and review us, and then and then go, go on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, it just was a nice little Christmas Christmas present from. It was a great Christmas present. A show that I love. Yeah, yeah it was good. Been on for a long, long. Well, I mean, 
it kind of died down too, like especially towards the end, season season nine. You know, it wasn't that good. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, after season seven when Michael left, I know it kind of just slowly it, went downhill. I know it was just. And then when they brought him back and they had him have like two lines. Yes, or two word, four words. Yeah, it was just. Eh, eh. But it was a heartwarming moment. Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. uh, I think my favorite part of, of. Uh, the thing, what were we just talking about? Yeah. Oh, Death, Threat Level Midnight. Midnight. Yeah, the video. Threat Level Midnight. Um, they show the whole scene of Oscar getting strangled by oh, Michael Scott. Like so, so good. In the, in the original TV show, you know, they like look away and they're, they're cutting scenes from it and stuff. And we're like, no, they show the, the whole thing. And then he Oscar blinks. Oscar had one line. He, he blinks at the end. <laughs> yes. He just like looks to the left and he's blinking even though he's supposed to be dead. Uh, and the acting is just so... Um, oh, yeah. Steve yeah. Carell does an amazing job acting, pretending to be act bad. Yeah. Because, like, some of the scenes where he's, like, supposed to be upset, he goes, no! And, and I'm like, that's such, like, a, a film editor, like, creator, just like, okay, you're upset. But say but no. Badly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if it was you, so another good. great movie Steve Carell is in, Beautiful Boy, you watch that and you seem real upset. You yeah. seem, like, the pinnacle of upset. Yeah. And it's, Oh. It's hilarious. So good. Uh, so before we before we head out, it's this, it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Spend time with your family. If you're a student, you may have some time off, and you might want to. You, you're kind of trying to figure out what do I watch around the Christmas time. Like what do I spend my time watching? So we wanted to give you guys our personal top three Christmas movies. Top three Christmas movies. Didn't we already do this like two episodes ago? I don't think we did. No. We said favorite Christmas movie, and you said like Grinch. And I said Polar Express. So we've yeah. already given our top ones away. So now I know everyone's been asking for number two and number three. Okay, yeah, yeah great. Because you want to know what yeah. we if what we watch, if we can't get the, our number one choice down. So, uh, David, what are your top two and top three Christmas movies? Um, well, I mean, Polar Express is definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elf is definitely number two because it's a timeless classic that you can never stop watching. And three is kind of an oddball white Christmas. I oh. really enjoy all like the snow, 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 snow. Like, you know, like all the songs you can sing along with. So I definitely think White Christmas is a, is an amazing movie. You know, you can have it on in the background because it's about seven hours long. It's about three <laughs> movies put into one. Yeah, that's fair. But it's just like it's a timeless classic, and Elf is like the exact opposite of White Christmas. But at the same time, it's a timeless classic. And you know, neither of them are like crude, or neither of them are really making fun of like you know the like essence of Christmas. But at the same time, like they're just two like two movies that will go down. Because when was White Christmas made? Like nineteen fifty four. Yeah. Like it, it, 1954, 2003. Just those those movies will never die yeah. as long as Christmas keeps. Unless Christmas gets canceled. Do you think Christmas will be canceled? Well, if the White Witch takes over, then it's always winter and never Christmas. Never Christmas. Yeah, that's true. But for the chosen four. What about you? Ah, uh, for me, uh, my number one, as I said, was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live action with Jim. So King. weird. So one of my favorites. My number two is Home Alone. Oh, yeah. And I watched Home Alone the other day for the first time in probably two years, which is not a long time. But mm-hmm. I forgot that Kevin McCockley, he's eight years old in this movie. Yeah. And I have an eight-year-old brother, mm. and he can barely tie his shoes. Mm. So I cannot imagine if my eight-year-old brother was left home alone and somehow managed to, like, out, like, 
spy Mission Impossible trap two adult robbers. Yeah, like uh, I was like I watched the whole movie, like now knowing an eight year old and knowing what an eight year old is capable yeah. of, and I was like this is well did crazy. You see the, like they have like a bit. I, I don't know if it's like Family Guy or South Park or something. It's like what really happened, and it's like he walking and they're like oh don't step on these cars man, and the little kid's like I have a tarantula. And then, then they just like push him over. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, oh, that's how you get rid of an eight year old. That's how you get rid of an eight year old. Yeah, he made it a long time. And my number three. No, let me guess your number three. Okay. Let me guess it. Go ahead. Guess Is it three. bad Santa? No. <sighs> Is it old or new? It's. Or medium. Medium. Really? Is it The Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Because that's a Halloween movie. Is it Frozen? No. Is it Batman Begins? No. It's a Christmas It's actually movie. Die Hard. Is it really? No, it's not Die Hard. <laughs> um. It came out... Is it The Grinch, the new one, the cartoon no. one, with Tyler, out, the creator? I'll give you, like, a little... It came out between 2000 and 2010. Uh, is it The Christmas Carol? Is it The Muppets? No, but that's good. That's, that's a good, good one. That, that's in my top ten. Uh, yeah, The Muppets is a good one. Um, is it Arthur's Christmas? Nope. Uh, I don't really know that many Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of running out yeah, of them. Yeah, you're naming some, like, really bomb of the... Uh, Claws! Claws? No, I haven't. Oh, is it, the, is it the Disney one, the Mickey Mouse one? No, it's that's not. a good that's one. That's also with the Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. Is it Ice Age, the Christmas class? Oh, Madagascar, the Christmas classic no, one. No, it when is not. When they have to shoot Santa down. No, that is not. Santa Claus. Oh, Tim Allen, Santa Claus. Nope. Santa Claus two. Nope. Santa Claus three. Nope. <laughs> is there Santa Claus four? No. Did you give up? No, I'm gonna get this. All right. This is very entertaining. Someone is like saying like, oh, I know what it is. It's someone this. here knows what it is. Actually, I don't know if any of. Is it gonna be like one of those weird ones that like came out on Netflix? No, this is not only a famous Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but it's a famous drama and romance movie. The Holiday with N- Jack Black. No, but that is in my top ten. <laughs> really? It's actually like Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Gremlins. It's on this list for Christmas movies. No, it's not Gremlins. Um, Christmas with the Cranks. Should I give you clues? Yeah, give me a clue. So start describing the plot. All right. So is it Home Alone two? Two? <laughs> no. Lost in New York? <laughs> no. Um, so there are multiple stories. They're all intertwined. Crash. No. In this movie. That. Okay. And they all. Jack Frost. No. They all kind of meet up in the end. And. Deck the halls. The theme of it is. Oh, Santa buddies. No. <laughs> no. The theme of it is love. I'm actually not a big. Uh... Oh, is it that. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. The New Year's thing? Um, with, like, Ashton Kutcher, and they all, like, made out on New Year's Eve. Like, no, that's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, kind of esque. It is. Okay, it came out, in, I'll give you another clip, it came out in 2003. Um, well, Elf came out in 2003. Yes, but it's not Elf. Oh, Love Actually? Yes, Love Actually! Yeah, dumb. Love Actually is one of my, is one of my favorite Christmas movies. You know what else came out in 2003? Bad yeah. Santa. Really? Yeah. That's so. a big year for Christmas. Well, I don't. Think Bad Santa was that good of a movie? I don't. I have never. It was seen one of those that. movies that like came on TV when I was a kid, and so I've never seen Bad Santa. I wasn't Santa allowed to so. watch it, and I would like try to watch it, and then I would switch back to WWE wrestling, and I wasn't allowed to watch that either. Oh, I was like, you should know? watch that, but you couldn't watch. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Also, Anything else? Also, Liam Neeson is in that movie in Love Actually. That's ne- like ne- never saw it. Oh, you never seen it? No. It's a really like weird cast. There's like Hugh Grant, which is like pretty normal. There's like Liam Neeson in it. What movie am I thinking of? The one with, it's like Love Actually, but like it's New Year's, and like all the stories like intertwine. See, I don't, I didn't know what you're talking about. That's why I was confused. What you were trying to think. Someone is like, it's this movie. 
Oh, um, is it? I don't know. It's like a huge cast. It's like the biggest cast ever. Are you thinking of Love Actually? It might be just called New Year's Eve, actually. <laughs> uh, is Ashton Kutcher in, in Love Actually? Mm, no. It's like a really big cast. Uh, it's going to kill me that I can't, can't find this movie, but... All right, Callie, anything else? No, not that. that the is Irishman, it. go watch that on Netflix. Guys, we're not a movie podcast, we promise. We promise. It's just that it's the time of year for movies to come out. And we're just two people who love movies. Uh, that's true. Too. We do we love really movies. We really do enjoy movies. Yeah. So uh, watch the Golden Globes. We'll, uh, we'll be there for... Uh, all the mistakes that that we'll didn't be there. happen. Red for... carpet. We'll be there. If any, yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna them? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's gonna... right. When they ask what news organization we're with, we're gonna say pineapple culture and see how far we get. Yeah, guys. Okay, cool. So make sure you uh, listen to us on iTunes. Rate and review us. Give us uh, five stars or give us two stars, whatever, whatever you want. As long as you just write a review, we would really appreciate that. And we'll give you a shout out if you review us and write a review. We'll give you a little shout out on the podcast, on the pod. Um, anything else, Kelly? No, I think that's it. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, like like usual, you know, grab this week by the horns. And uh, I want to say keep on boxing because that's on my cousin's podcast. That's how he ends it. We don't have, like, an outro. He just goes, and keep on boxing because it's a boxer's podcast. We need, like, a catchy, like, outro. Hey, would you give us a review? Uh, tell us what our outro should be, and yeah. we'll, we'll pick one. Stay, stay juicy. <laughs> uh, we'll try again. Right. Callie and Dave. Pineapple culture. But it's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E. Culture. Culture. Callie and Dave are here to call you out on all your mistakes. It's a buffet. Of hearsay, Callie and Dave are bringing all other passionate hot takes on Monday, not Tuesday. P I N E A P P L E C U L T U R E. Culture, culture.